was at Old Trafford the other day. I, I was speaking to some Manchester United fans after they were able to beat Spurs 3-2. They thought, well, we won. We're back. Yes, did they need to win? Absolutely. And, and part of the reason that was why Cristiano Ronaldo had to play, why they had to play a full complement of players, or mostly a full complement of players in that encounter. Now, I told them, look, you're, you're facing a team that's much, much better than Spurs especially defensively in Atletico Madrid. Although this year, maybe that argument doesn't fly as well. That's another issue for another time because at Champions League, a lot of things do change. And Atletico Madrid has been able to prove that time and time again. It again proved a lot that, that, well, you know, they're from England, we're the Premier League, we're England, we're better. And again, those words end up backfiring on them tremendously. As far as is this whole notion of of Atletico Madrid it's a team that maybe at times you don't maybe respect or, or maybe you don't um, look as highly as Real Madrid or Barcelona because of their history because of their pedigree especially at the continental level which is understandable they haven't won a Champions League yet but they've been successful in Europa League but at the same time if you start looking at what they've been able to do in this competition, more often than not, they've been a thorn in the side of many English teams. Plain and simple. Let's call it as it is. Because it is the reality. And today was another example. Maybe they didn't execute their game plan to perfection. But damn, was it to a very high level of excellence. Diego Simeone had everything planned out. Even he talked about it during his press conference said, you know what? Early on, we started to see that Manchester United were vulnerable on counterattacks. The goal could come from counterattacks. And it pretty much did. Yeah, the first one was offside. But that was a harbinger of things to come in terms of what Atleti were capable of doing. On top of that, you had a very good collective effort. An excellent collective effort. So much so that the man of the match, in my opinion, would have been Jan Oblak. But not because he was so much better than anyone else. He would happen to be that plug that truly put everything together. Uh, great work by Marcos Llorente. Renan Lodi has truly developed into, into another reincarnation of himself. He's no longer at left back. He's now playing as a basically left wing and are an option up top as a forward. Imagine that. Now he's more available to attack, but also to be as a support valve defensively. So that helps a lot. While you see his growth, you see it's still a lot of erratic play from Joao Felix. And that is being kind of kind of cruel to a certain extent because he's been able to respond just enough. He's been able to get just enough of a grade. And you see that he has just enough confidence from Diego Simeone that you see that Simeone has been able to say, hey, look, I believe in you. I have confidence in you. Go do what you can do. At times it's worked. At times it's not. But you see that he's at least performing that there's at least some sort of of a of a of an effort being put in and no longer is it that there's this susceptibility of of a player that is unsure about where he stands he understands that he belongs there or at least the team wants him there and that that's very important from that perspective no longer is Luis Suarez that player that 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 I guess that card that Diego Simeone needs to play each and every time. 
he can go and say, you know what, I don't need you as much. I can play you whenever it is necessary. Same thing with Angel Correa. You don't need, you don't need him as much in, in these types of situations. Antoine Griezmann played a hell of a game. Of course, he was part of that 5-3-2, which turned into a 5-4-1 defensively drop back. Maybe he was the player that, that as, as far as midfield play and going up top, he was the one that worked the hardest because he maintained the ball and possessed it and passed it around and helped a lot on a lot of counterattacks. Also helped decompress certain situations in that right side of Atletico Madrid's formation. But what's most important, if you look at those last... I want to say 25, 30 minutes. Name me an opportunity when Atletico Madrid was truly in danger. Name me an opportunity. When Manchester United just went balls to the wall. Absolutely everything. Everything to play for. Fergie time. Let's throw every possible kitchen sink at, at this team. And let's try and get the draw or the victory if need be. Didn't see it. didn't see it and at times and I mentioned this on Saturday I said you know Alex Diaz and Diego Dalo Diego Dalo over on the other side of the Manchester United back line they didn't offer me now maybe other other people that were watching this match will say oh no you don't know what you're talking but they didn't they didn't offer me that guarantee that they were going to be very secure defenders when you had Atletico Madrid going and counterattacking, especially. They didn't seem to be a team or, or two fullbacks that offered Manchester United, forget me, Manchester United, Manchester United fans, a possibility to go and, and say, you know what? I feel safe. I feel fine. And, and usually with Spurs, they were able to go down those wings and create certain instances of note in that match on Saturday. Atletico Madrid pretty much did the same thing. And that was one of the key moments. I mentioned Renan Lodi and it was him. He was one of the players that impressed me the most. Seeing where he was and to see where he is, is just a testament to him and Diego Simeone being willing to work with one another to see this relationship grow. Coming in from Alechico Paranaense, he comes in as a left back. Kind of didn't understand because he was the kind of left back that would bomb forward. Typical Brazilian left back that would just bomb forward and defensively, eh, wasn't necessary. Now, to say it's not necessary to defend and I play for Diego Simeone, those are two things that really don't mix. You have to be able to do both. The latter more than the former, in his case. That wasn't going to happen. So in order to, to make this work, you do bring in a Reynildo. You do bring in a player that can go back and defend, that doesn't have a problem doing that, and then maximize what Renan Lodi's been able to do. He's been able to grow a great deal, and you see it not only with him going forward, with him bombing forward, but you also see it with him being able to handle the pace of the game, having the, the ability, the, the wherewithal, to speed it up when necessary, to slow it down when need be. And that to me was a key for Atletico Madrid today. Now, you go to Manchester United's end 
And a lot of the flaws that you saw on Saturday were still in evidence on Tuesday. Now, winning does cover up a lot of things. And I think that's where the biggest problem lies with this Manchester United side. And it's been the case. I'm, I'm not saying anything that's mind-blowing. They've been erratic all year long. You know, Ralph Ragnick has been working with this team for four months and, and still hasn't been able to find the way around. Or three months, I think. Some, somewhere along those lines. Three, four months. And, and it's very difficult to do so. Especially grabbing a team halfway into the season. So, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. But then results end up being what Manchester United is measured upon. There's no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They're a team that does not have time. It's not a team about a project. It's not a team about you know a process. There are no processes at Manchester United. Plain and simple. And to be quite honest with you, this season has been a bit of a failure. Now, you can put the final rubber stamp on it depending on where they end up. If they don't end up in Champions League, yeah, it's signed, sealed, and delivered. As of right now, that is the situation. So where do we go from here? That's a good question. I don't know what Manchester United is going to be able to do. I know for sure, if you look at Atletico Madrid, this could be the launching point for them, maybe not to challenge again for the league, but to be able to say, hey, you know what? We deserve to be in the top three. We're going to fight our way back into the top three. And we're going to wait for, to see what other chips might fall our way in order to get back into this race. That, to me, is going to be key in order to see what ends up happening from now until May.